the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They closed the schools for this? We had uh, three inches of snow this morning. And just about every school was closed for three inches? Now, I know this is going to sound like uh, one of those... Uh, you know, in my day, we walked five miles to school every day and, to, and, and uphill both ways kind of stories. But we didn't even raise the issue of not going to school until at least six inches had fallen. Probably most of the time it took at least ten. And remember, nobody had four-wheel drive in those days. I can remember listening uh, to these chains on the, on the road as I was uh, lying in bed hoping we got two feet of snow so I wouldn't have to go to school. So what's the deal? When did the kiddies become so fragile that they can't go out and wait at the bus stop in the snow? I know it, it probably has something to do with the uh, the fear of lawsuits. You know, if the if the school gets the school bus gets in an accident, the parents are going to blame the school for making the kiddies face the danger of going out and riding on the bus in the snow. But if that's the case, it's still sad. But whatever the reason. We're going to end up with adults who aren't nearly as tough as they should be, if we haven't ended up with that already. Um, these school closings at the first sign of a flurry have been going on for a long time, actually. Uh, and for a long time, the kiddies have been sitting in their cars parked at the bus stop with the theater, uh, the, with the heater running and, um, and uh, sitting there with their moms. Uh, or how about having to, to uh, make the walk home on a really cold day? Or, you know, how about having a snowball fight on the way home on a really cold day? Do kids even bother wearing raincoats anymore? Or are they, you know, unnecessary because one of their parents will be there to pick them up if there's even a threat of rain? How about learning how to deal with the elements? You know, I've told the story here before. Um, the male teachers at St. Bernard's School, where I went to grade school, that's up there in Mount Lebanon, um, they would actually, we'd get a snowfall like we had today, and you would hope that it was what we would call good packing, which meant it was good for snowball, uh, snowballs. That's what we called it, uh, good packing. So the, uh, the, the, the uh, male teachers at the grade school, who were also all football coaches, by the way, um, they would organize snowball fights on the playground at lunchtime. You know, fourth grade against the fifth grade. Fourth graders, if we had a really good snowfall with uh, with really good packing and really wet snow, it was easy to build a fort. So they'd have the fourth graders build a fort and then have the fifth graders attack. And you'd have to fend off the attack with snowballs. Of course, if they tried that now, somebody would call the cops. The teacher would be fired immediately and probably charged with endangering minors. So... Is there value, you know, is there value in learning how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable? And should more time be spent toughening kids up? Or could we all use some toughening up? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to a guy who wrote a book called Deliberate Discomfort, How U.S. Special Operations Forces Overcome Fear and Dare to Win by Getting Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. Getting Tougher. Stick around.
They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family wherever they are and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions are posted at textrules.us. Texting and roles for recurring automated marketing text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Tom from K11, and I have one question for you. What size socks are you wearing right now? If you're like everyone else I've asked, you simply don't know. How could you? That's because until now, socks were made in one size fits all or just a couple of sizes to fit every size foot. But not at Kane 11. We make our socks in 11 individual sizes from 7 to 17. That's right, 7 to 17. Great looks and colors to fit everyone's lifestyle. From cotton to wool or anything in between, Kane 11's got the perfect sock for you. Better yarns, better quality, just a better sock. If you don't love them just like we do, send them back for a full refund. That's the Kane 11 promise. Once you wear a pair of Kane 11's, I guarantee you'll never go back to wearing socks in multi-size ranges again. Save 20% off your first order when you text SOCKS to 246810. That's text SOCKS. To 246810. Text SOCKS to 246810. I'm Andy Solomon. Rideshare platforms have evolved to provide riders with even better experiences. Sheriff John Wetzel, chairman of the National Sheriff's Association Traffic Safety Committee and former president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, explains. Companies like Lyft are making rider safety a priority by continuously screening their drivers. Before getting into any car, riders should match the license plate, car model, and driver's name with what's shown in the app. During your ride, you can share your location and route with your family and friends. According to Wetzel, communities where Lyft is available have also seen lower rates of impaired driving and fatal crashes. For example, Miami-Dade Police announced that there was a 65% decline in impaired driving arrests in 2017 compared to the four prior years, thanks in part to ride-sharing. Nationally, 71% of Lyft riders say they are less likely to drive while impaired because of the availability of ride-sharing services. For more information, visit Lyft.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we talked in the opening of the show about being tough and whether kids are still learning how to be tough or whether it's even politically correct to try to toughen them up. Um, you need a certain amount of toughness, mental toughness for sure, uh, to be a leader. Jason Van Camp played football at West Point. He's a decorated Green Beret, and he's the co-author of a book called Deliberate Discomfort, How U.S. Special Operations Forces Overcome Fear and Dare to Win by Getting Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. He joins us now. Jason, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my honor. So, Appreciate it. Uh, how long did it take you to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable? Hey, man, I'm still learning that process. It's, uh, it's a lifelong it's a lifelong process. It's very difficult to master, and I think it uh, gets easier with experience. You know, and it just comes down to you deliberately, voluntarily making the decision to place yourself in uncomfortable position. And that could be not necessarily uncomfortable as in painful. It could mean 
being in positions where you are afraid and then uh, allowing yourself to be afraid for a while until you overcome that fear? Exactly. We're not talking about physically injuring anyone. We're talking about deliberately choosing to place yourself in the uncomfortable position of facing your fears. Just like you said, deliberate discomfort is how strong people are made. Unfortunately, that's not what society is teaching right now. Society, society is cultivating indignation and victimhood. You know, we're encouraged to place ourselves in an environment where we will not be exposed to criticism, opposing opinions, and emotional harm. That's detrimental to progress. That's not how we learn and grow. We learn by voluntarily choosing to face our fears, not by avoiding them. And so how uncomfortable can you get, I mean, you, you personally, how, how uncomfortable are you able to get and still be comfortable? I mean, you've, you're a Green well, Beret, so, I mean, you've been through some uncomfortable situations. I have, I have. And so my ceiling is, is a lot higher than I think a lot of other people's ceilings right now, you know. And that's just through experience, you know, and that's just voluntarily choosing to face my fears. You know, it's adapting and implementing this deliberate discomfort mindset in everything that I do. It's, I find that when you, when you take this mindset and you apply it to your life, it will change in a profoundly positive way. You know, instead of questioning why bad things always seem to happen to you, you'll look at them as blessings. Instead of moaning about the pain you're enduring, you'll recognize and appreciate as a strength builder. And you appreciate these events as opportunities to grow, improve, and become the best you can be. You know, oftentimes the best stories are the worst things that happen to us. You know, mm-hmm. nobody really wants to hear about the best things and how great things are for you. They want to hear about the hardships in life, you know. Um, and when you adapt this mindset, you look at those stories as nothing more than learning experiences. And I believe you can't really win until you learn how to lose. I've heard the phrase, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah. And, and being uncomfortable, that, that could also, anybody who has um, l- tried to lose weight and go to the gym or tried to just be, uh, you know, uh, get in better shape and lift weights, there's a certain amount of un- discomfort in working out, which you're, which you're supposed to work through. And so you learn that, you know, hey, this doesn't feel too good right now. I'm, I'm riding this exercise bike, and I've done eight miles, and i got two more to go. Uh, it's, it's overcoming that too, right? I mean, there, there's, you, you live with the discomfort, but you, you, uh, you thrive on it. Oh, yes, sir. You hit the nail on the head. You hit the gym. You, know, you go on that diet. You quit that dead-end job that you know you should get out of. You get out of that destructive relationship you know you decide in that moment it's time to step out of your safe space your comfort zone and confront whatever it is that you're afraid of and it's always uncomfortable to start and it's hard and it should be hard but it shouldn't be miserable you know and that's what our book is about and what is the mission six zero team so that's the company that i own i'm the chairman and the founder and and I've compiled some of the greatest veteran leaders I've ever encountered in my life, Medal of Honor recipients, Green Berets, Navy SEALs, Delta Force guys, Marines, Rangers, unbelievable guys with unbelievable experiences and stories in life, guys that really, truly understand what it means uh, to voluntarily, deliberately, methodically choose to be uncomfortable. And we've combined those experiences with science. So I also have PhDs, researchers, experts on my team, and we, convert, we combine the special operations with science together. So the scientists translate those experiences into relatable, digestible, um, practical uh, application for your personal and your professional lives. So the answer is so what and now what behind our, our lessons. And that's our team. And we do keynote presentations, we do workshops, and we do custom events. And you work with NFL teams, right? You've uh, you've worked with NFL teams about uh, toughening them up and getting them comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, the NFL, uh, they love us. NFL teams love us. We're an approved vendor of the NFL. We've worked with 13 NFL teams over the past few years. And um, and it's really a, a pleasure to work with those teams. I played football in college, and I, and I love sports. You know, and... Um, and what we do is we take these guys, young guys, young men, you know, they, they're just young kids, really, when it, when it all comes down to. And we show them, you know, from our perspective, what being uncomfortable is all about. We show them how to make deliberate choices and to volunteer, voluntarily place themselves in positions where they have to confront whatever it is that they're afraid of. Are these most players receptive to what you're selling right away, or do you have to convince them that, uh, you know, you've got something that's going to help them. So 
during our very first event with an NFL team, it was with the New York. Uh, right before we were about to conduct our first mission, our first event, one of the players kind of called me out, you know, and he said, Jason, listen, how is this training? How is this making me a better player? That's all I want to know. And the room was kind of silent. Everyone kind of looked around at each other, and they all looked at me, waiting for an answer. And I looked at this guy, and I said, listen, it's not. This training's not making you a better player. And the room was kind of quiet, and I could sense that the question, the next question was, well, what are we doing here then? And I said, this training is making the guy to your left and to your right a better player. That's what we teach at Mission Six Zero. That's what we're all about. It's all about shifting the focus away from yourself and onto the guy that you're serving with, onto your teammate. And if you can apply that mindset, that deliberate discomfort mindset, in doing that, you're going to find that your team will accomplish the mission and will succeed in life and in your organization. We're talking to Jason Van Kemp. He uh, is the co-author of a book called Deliberate Discomfort, How U.S. Special Operations Forces Overcome Fear and Dare to Win by Getting Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. Um, so what's the secret sauce, Jason? Oh, brother, the secret sauce is there's no secret sauce. The secret sauce is grinding, working hard, uh, working at this so that it's like anything else. It's practice until it becomes a habit. You know, and nothing makes me happier than someone taking this contact, taking this deliberate discomfort mindset and executing on it because I know it to be true. I love it when it finally clicks in somebody's head. I'm sick of losing. I won't tolerate this anymore. I'm going to do something about it. And in that moment, you commit to change. And that's what the secret sauce is, inspiring you to motivate yourself. Now, um, you, you've worked with several NFL teams, and I guess everybody – uh, understands that there's some kind of a, uh, a a parallel between being on a, let's just uh, especially a football team and being uh, in a military situation where you have to depend on teammates and your survival a different kind of survival obviously when you're talking about the military but your survival or your success depends on um, your ability to work as a team and your your willingness to uh, and your confidence to de- uh, to depend on a teammate. But what about in situations that are not parallel? Uh, I mean, it's easy for, to make the comparison with a football team, but what about a guy who's running a business somewhere? How does he use what you sell? Oh, the principles are all the same. You know, just, you know, so you understand, like, it's not life and death on the football field or in the boardroom, but the principles, the lessons learned are all the same. You know, and I, and I feel like our book is a leadership book for businesses and a self-improvement book for individuals. And to be the best at whatever you're trying to aspire to, you got to learn from the best. And who better to teach you than special forces heroes? And I call these guys heroes because, quite frankly, heroes don't get a vote. You're going to hear from a guy who was a, a Green Beret, a Navy SEAL, and an Army Ranger. He did the trifecta. He's earned his Ph.D. in embracing the suck. You're going to learn from two Medal of Honor recipients. One guy who tackled a suicide bomber and saved the lives of his guys and his, you know, and his men that were around him. Another guy who got shot twice with the legs, uh, found a grenade thrown into his trench, picked up the grenade, threw it away, blew his arm off, took a tourniquet off of his body armor, stopped the bleeding on his right arm, which was no longer there, picked up his rifle with his left arm, defeated the Taliban, and then got his guys who were injured to the helicopter to safety. And you're going to hear from a guy that stood up to child sex, sex abuse in Afghanistan and was fired from his job as a, as a Green Beret commander for that. You know, you're going to hear um, stories about guys surviving life and death situations, guys that were blown up by IEDs. And then you have scientists that come in and say, listen, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, going into work tomorrow, yeah, you're not going to get ambushed. You're not going to, your vehicle's not going to hit it in a roadside bomb. However, you know, these lessons are critical to your success. And if you apply these lessons in this way, you know, apply these lessons to your business in this way. Like, here's how you apply them to your business. Right in the book, you will be successful, and that's and that's how we translate those uh, those experiences, and that and that's how we answer that question. Okay, now I want to get into some a little something different here. I talked about this. Uh, you didn't hear it, but in the opening of my show, I talked about the fact that most of the schools around here were closed today. Uh, we got three inches of snow, and they closed the schools and. Uh, uh, and I know this is going to sound like one of those, you know, when I was a kid, we walked to school uphill both ways kinds of stories. 
But we had no chance of getting out of school when I was a kid. And I'm old, but, but we had no chance of getting out of school for three inches of snow. And, and uh, is it because I'm old, or is it in a fact, do you think, that kids are being coddled too much right now? Well, that's a good question. You know, I think about that all the time myself. Uh, I have two kids. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter and a six-month-old son. And you know, I love them to death, and I worry about them, and I worry about what our society is, is going to teach them. You know, I, my daughter just got into a preschool, and we're going to start sending her there, you know, Montessori school, which is a new type of learning that I'm a little nervous about. Hopefully it works out. You know, we have to adjust and adapt to, to the times. You know, certainly if you look at athletes, um, kids that are going to college, playing sports, I mean, they're on another level than when we were, when we were kids. I mean, so there's something that we're doing right as far as athletically and training and teaching the kids. Yeah. yeah as far as being coddled, you know, like, I don't see it. You know, I, I'm not quite there yet. I feel like we need to get stronger and tougher mentally as a society, you know, in order for us to, to really be able to be confident in, in handing off the keys of, of our country and our world to the next generation. Uh, it's something that, that disturbs me, and uh, I, I volunteer at my church. I teach 12-year-old kids, and, and I try to, you know, we take them camping and teach them how to build fires and go fishing and all that stuff, and, you know, um, it really starts at home. It starts with the moms and the dads. You know, and as long as they're teaching their kids what they believe and what they know to be true, I think we'll be in a good spot. You know, but we certainly have to keep an eye on what our schools teach our kids. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have to watch because I'm from a, a, a generation from a long time ago, and you, you have to, you're always accused of well, the, the, what you get is okay boomer these days. Um, but um, I mean, I lived through those the, the both eras, this era and the past one, and I know the difference. And you know, reading what, uh, and talking to you about what you try to do about mental toughness and physical toughness, I mean, I see things like. They may not seem like a big deal to anybody, but I, I see uh, on a cold day a line of cars with the kids all sitting in their cars with their mother with the with the heater on, waiting for the bus. And nobody did that when I was a kid. You it, part, it, I, I think it toughens you up to to learn how to deal with being cold while you wait for the bus. But so those things. Uh, I, 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 do you agree with me on that? I totally agree with you on that. I 100% agree with you on that. You know, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm worried about, like, you know, knowledge coming to light about all the, the, the sickos out there, the, the crazy pedophiles and guys like that. So, you know, I walked, you know, two miles to school every morning. And yeah. had my mother and father been aware of the potential for these crazies out there, I don't know if they would have let me walk to school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, because they were afraid and nervous. So our society is changing, you know, and we've got to figure out how, how we can, you know, adapt and, and really teach our kids the right, the right way to do things. Finishing up here with Jason Van Kemp. Uh, he played at West Point, decorated Green Beret, author of uh, Deliberate Discomfort, How U.S. Special Operations Forces Overcome Fear and Dare to Win by Getting Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. Uh, last thing here, I only have about a minute and a half left, maybe less than that, and i got a hard break. Um, when you deal with NFL teams, uh, I meant to ask you this before. Uh, you talked about what you try to, s- to convey to them. How do you do it? What's the, what's the scenario? Do you show up in training camp? Do they have a meeting and you stand in front of them and talk to them? Or do you just work with them over a period of time during, uh, during practice or during, cam- during camp? We like to work with the team, uh, coaches and players, throughout the entire season. So we do a lot of uh, speaking and the workshop. Uh, we start usually in March, and then we continue on through their off-season team activities in May and June. And then they usually have July off, and then they start back up there again in August. We're there observing, helping out, consulting, coaching, uh, filling in spots where we're needed, you know, identifying um, gaps and deficiencies in the organization. And then we're basically on call for the season like whenever they need us to come back. And uh, sometimes we stay on the sidelines with the guys. And so that's hey, kind of what we do. Um, hey, Jason. It all depends on what the coach wants. I'm out of time. Thanks a lot for being on. I appreciate it. Got to go. Hey, Thank well, you. Real, real quick, you can get Delivered Discomfort on Amazon right now or wherever books are sold. February 18th is the official launch date. And I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. We'll see you. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman has left the White House staff, reassigned to a job at the Pentagon as part of a group of staffers exiting the NSC. Vindman, a Ukraine expert and the director of European Affairs on the NSC, had testified against the president's July 25th telephone call with Ukraine's president as part of the recent impeachment process. President Trump announcing a new nationwide effort to revitalize underserved cities across America. The president says the campaign will be called Opportunity Now. He made the announcement today at an economic summit in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hundreds more evacuated from the virus zone in China are arriving at military bases across the U.S. All passengers will be quarantined for 14 days and monitored for any signs of illness. Those flights landing in San Diego, San Antonio, and Omaha, Nebraska. This is SRN News. I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Dr. Sebastian Gorka believes it's time to get tough. I had an epiphany with regards to all of this. It's time to take our gloves off. This isn't about truth. This isn't about responsibility for those who are culpable for any kind of criminal activity. It's about power. No more playing by the rules. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. It's 4 a.m. and you're sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. If you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. Find out more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway West, very heavy inbound. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. There was an accident, now cleared. Outbound side also backed up from Green Tree to Carnegie. Parkway East outbound is the heavy ride from Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Some delays inbound around the tunnel as well. Right now on the Parkway North, not too bad. And on 28th, looking pretty good in both directions. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
cloudy with a snow shower for tonight, low 24. Sunshine and clouds with snow showers in the afternoon, Saturday, high 33. Saturday night and evening snow shower, otherwise clouds, low 25. Sunshine and clouds, Sunday, high 37. Monday, morning rain, otherwise clouds, high 43. Tuesday, snow to start, otherwise clouds, high 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Hey, come on, this is too easy. Has there ever been an easier week for picking Jerk of the Week? In case you uh, were in a coma... On Tuesday, and just woke up and can't figure out who it should be. Here's a little musical hint. I'm in the mood to tear it up. I'm in my prime to tear it up. Yeah, Nancy with the laughing face Pelosi gets it. By the way, I want to thank her for giving me an excuse to play that song several times this week. Not only did she tear up her copy of the president's State of the Union speech, she tried to make it look spontaneous and then got busted for having made some mini-tears in the pages while the president was delivering his speech so that she could make the dramatic tear at the end. Then, of course, the next day, she defended tearing it up because it was full of lies, according to her. Just imagine for one second... One second, what Paul Ryan would have gone through if he had done that with one of Barack Obama's State of the Union speeches. Nancy pulled off one of the biggest jerk moves of the last two and a half centuries. And that sure is good enough to make her the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, speaking of jerks, uh, we have a guest who was supposed to be uh, waiting for our phone call uh, just now to be on the show. I won't say who it is, but um, no answer. So, it's just me and you. Uh, Mike, you okay to take some phone calls if we have to? Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, I got I have uh, some, a lot of other stuff here, um, but uh, a, a couple of things here. I want to just tell you that on Monday, assuming he uh, answers the phone after we agrees to be on, which is kind of how it's supposed to work here, um, there's a, a a law called the New Way Forward Act. Uh, Tucker Carlson spent a lot of time last night uh, talking about it on Fox News on his show, and I happened to be watching it. And I was mesmerized by what he was saying about this law. And so I've lined up someone to uh, talk about it on Monday at uh, 5.15. So uh, I just want to let you know about that. But it's called A New Way Forward, and it opens borders. It stops deportations of violent criminals. It's, it's, uh, it's actually it's beyond belief, it's, and it's really crazy. Um, it's... it's it, as long as uh, we're freeing people from prisons, this is a this is a piece from um, where's this from uh, PJ Media. It says it looks as if the backers of the New York Forward Act, New Way Forward Act, reasoned that as long as we're freeing people from prisons, let's allow illegal aliens, ex-prisoners, to stay and pay to bring back ones we've already deported. And while we're at it, let's just abolish rules about coming into the country illegally and defang immigration and customs enforcement. That, in a nutshell, is what this act does and much more. This chief sponsor is Jesus Garcia. He says it would stop the, quote, prison-to-deportation pipeline. Uh, apparently, right now, I, I think this is the way it works, is if you if you are convicted of certain crimes in the United States and you are an illegal alien, you will do some jail time here in the United States, and then when you get out of prison, you are uh, required to get out. You're deported. They throw you out of the country, which, I don't know, sounds like a pretty good idea to me, but this law would... As this guy says, uh, uh, Jesus Garcia, and it would stop the prison-to-deportation pipeline. In other words, they want to pass a law that 
would prevent the U.S. government from deporting, in some cases, violent criminals who've served their time. They're still not citizens. They're illegal aliens, but they would not be kicked out of the country. Um, that's just one of the things that they're, they're talking about. Uh, as ta- this is from what Tucker Carlson said last night. The New Way Forward Act fundamentally inverts every assumption you have about America. Under this legislation, the criminals are the victims. Law enforcement is illegitimate. It's racist, just like the country you live in. And the only solution is to get rid of both. America would be better off as a borderless rest area for the world's worst predators and parasites. Uh, that's pretty much how he summed up what the act would be. Um, and one of the people involved in this, uh, which shouldn't shouldn't surprise you, is Alexandria overrated Cortez. Um, and, and she uh, has proven herself to be a complete and total moron. So the fact that she would be behind something like this. Also, as uh, Carl, uh, Tucker Carlson pointed out last night, uh, one crime, falsifying a passport, will be made immune from deportation no matter what because that's part of the law. So if you falsify your passport and you get into the country, uh, yeah, you're in the country. If they find out somehow that you um, that you falsified your passport, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to kick you out. The, uh, the list of this sponsor, uh, the, 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 the list of co-sponsors for this bill uh, are people that you would expect, ultra-liberals, maniac, left-wing, just idiots. Um, but Carlson uh, also said, under the, proposal, under the proposed legislation, the minimum prison sentence for crimes that, will, that still require deportation would rise from one year to five. And he says, we checked the Bureau of Justice statistics. According to federal data, crimes like car theft, fraud, and weapons offenses all carry average prison sentences of fewer than five years, and that's just looking at averages. These are people who commit rape, child abuse, and even manslaughter and receive sentences of fewer than five years. So, again, you you are an illegal alien. You are uh, convicted of uh, child abuse, rape. Uh, things like that, and you are sent to prison, and when you get out, the the idea is that is the minute you get out of prison, you're kicked out of the country, which is what exactly what should happen to you. This act would prevent that from happening. And there are uh, lots of people, not just uh, Alexandria, Alexandra uh, overrated Cortez, but other lots of uh, other Democrats have signed on to this. So this is not some crazy thing that you know, may never happen. Uh, this is something that's going to need to be stopped by the Republicans. And the fact that this is going on is just, it's just unbelievable, the, the stuff that's happening um, and, the, and the how radical the Democrats have become. I, I just don't, I mean, look, I, I knew a lot of, I've known a lot of people who have been lifelong Democrats. And you think about somebody like, uh, somebody who, who voted for, uh, even for Bill Clinton, the idea that they would still be Democrats and and be going along with stuff like this, um, and you know you got Bernie Sanders and uh, Pete Buttigieg are the two front runners heading into New Hampshire. Uh, both of them would like to get rid of the electoral college. Both would like to have welfare and and uh, health care uh, given to illegal immigrants. These are people who, this is not something that would ever pass in the Democrat Party 20 years ago. And it's, it's uh, becoming widespread in the party now. Oh, I just told you, the two people, two people who are promoting stuff like this are leading in the run for the nomination. That's, that's where they are. So uh, just keep, that's, a, that's a name to keep in mind, a, a, an item to keep in mind. The New Way Forward Act. And as I said, on Monday, we'll have someone uh, from uh, an organization that is promoting immigration reform on to talk about it and tell you exactly what it involves and what the chances are of it happening if the Democrats would ever uh, take control. Uh, I'm going to take a break now, and uh, when we come back, i got a couple of things here. One of them is kind of a sports story, and it's something that we talk about quite a bit here, and it's the unbelievable stupidity of forcing women to compete against men 
And believe it or not, the Tennessee Titans and the Nashville Predators are doing their best to make sure that happens in Tennessee. Stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in health care today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Todd Marley at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. We have a major problem here in Pennsylvania, very much like other addictions plaguing our communities. The threat is unregulated gambling on illegal slot machines, camouflaged as skill games. They're popping up everywhere at gas pumps, pizza parlors, and your local convenience store. State police describe these places as breeding grounds for loan sharking and money laundering. If you object to your community becoming a mini Las Vegas, make your voice heard. Call 1-888-472-4418. Report those places that are enticing our kids into gambling, disguised as entertainment. It's an activity that siphons money away from the Pennsylvania Lottery, whose proceeds go to supporting seniors in our state. Please phone now. This is serious. That number again is 1-888-472-4418. Paid for by Pennsylvanians Against Illegal Gambling, Executive Board Member Peter Shelley. I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. Just because it's cold outside, it doesn't mean you need to stop grilling. Not if you've got the right grill, and that would be a Solaire infrared grill. Solaire infrared grills perform equally well in the cold of winter as in the heat of summer. Just like you feel warm from the sun when you step out of the shadows, the Solaire infrared burners heat your food directly, not the air around the food like conventional grills do. The intense heat also results in the juiciest food you will ever taste from a grill, gas, charcoal, or otherwise. To get the great taste, it's all about the heat. And Solaire Infrared from BestHotGrill.com gets hotter than anything you've ever experienced. Try it yourself with the Solaire Demo Program. Solaire is truly the last grill you'll ever buy. Learn more about these amazing USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. How about we finish the uh, the week with some sports here, uh, sort of. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say that I will be uh, watching the XFL tomorrow. They start their season tomorrow, the second edition of the XFL. I don't think it's going to be quite as insane as the, uh, the first edition, but um, I will be very interested in watching it uh, just to see how they do things. There are some interesting rules changes that I won't get into here, but um, I like it like some of the rules changes they have. And I'm rooting for another league to succeed, just as I rooted for the USFL a long time ago, because I think the NFL needs competition. Everybody needs competition. And uh, the fans deserve 
to uh, have another league competing with the NFL. I mean, cities like San Antonio and Portland, Oregon, and uh, I could rattle off a, f- a few more, Memphis, Tennessee. Um, why shouldn't they have major league pro football? They don't because the NFL says no. So I'd like to see the these leagues. I, I, was, I was rooting for the uh, Alliance, American Alliance of whatever it was called, the of, of football that failed after about 20 minutes. I wanted them to succeed for the same reason. I wanted to see um, the NFL get some competition. And um, I'm old enough to remember when the NFL got competition from the AFL. That seemed to work out pretty well for a lot of cities like Buffalo, uh, I think Kansas City, which now I think I'm pretty sure they won the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm mean, anyway. I'm going to be watching and uh, rooting for it to succeed. Now, uh, this is something we've talked about a lot here. Uh, speaking of the NFL, uh, Tennessee um, passed a uh, passed a law, uh, or I don't know if they passed the law yet, or if they if it was just proposed, but. Um, that there's a law either I think it's I think it's just being proposed and it's gonna it's being uh, discussed and possibly going to happen in Tennessee where they are going to and this is a crazy thing I know require um, males to compete against males and not females and females to compete against females in other words whatever uh, gender you were born that's the that's the um, that's the competition you're going to see. Other people of the same gender. Uh, and, and what's happened when people have tried to do this, uh, businesses have, have done boycotts uh, to prevent this from happening, to, 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 um, to uh, maintain some kind of sanity in this. But according to this story, Nike, Amazon, the Tennessee Titans, and the Nashville Predators are among 142 businesses. That's a those there's a lot of businesses there but that's we're talking about the Tennessee Titans NFL Nashville Predators NHL among 142 businesses warning Tennessee lawmakers that if they ban trans athletes from competing on the teams of their gender identity the state could suffer economically these organizations know precisely what they're talking about they're the ones threatening the state's economy and so I don't know how exactly they're threatening it but um the NFL could threaten by saying that uh, uh, you're never going to have a Super Bowl in Nashville, which, by the way, would be a really good town for the Super Bowl, great place for a Super Bowl. But um, they could, the NFL could do it. The Nashville, the NHL could do it. No All Star Game. Um, they, I don't think they could ban the the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, in 2016, North Carolina. Uh, had took a, a big hit from the LGBT because they they were crazy enough to think that boys ought to use the boys' room and girls ought to use the girls' bathrooms in in school, and they passed a law requiring that, and uh, the NBA pulled the All-Star game out of Charlotte. So uh, now in Tennessee, the, um, the Tennessee Titans and the Nashville Predators have hooked up with these 142 businesses that are, I don't know what they're threatening, but they're pretty powerful forces in uh, in the city of Nashville and in the, in the state of Tennessee. They're pretty powerful forces, and they could, um, I don't know, do some damage, uh, and 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 they could put a lot of pressure on the uh, the state lawmakers to not pass that law. You would think that you wouldn't have to have a law that prevents girls from having to compete against boys in track or any sport um and and i'm sure you've heard the stories we've talked about it here uh in connecticut two males competed against females in um track and field and won multiple state championships and set multiple records that go back years and years just blew all the records away uh, and also, they have, the way they affected the girls was that they came in and, and won everything. And uh, one of the girls uh, was smart enough to sue and uh, to complain, and she got a lot of publicity for it. I, I can't remember exactly what she finished, but she, she finished like fifth instead of fourth. And the top four finishers would go to regionals. 
And when you go to regionals, you perform in front of college coaches, and that's how you get scholarships. So it wasn't just you know the honor of winning the, the championship that, that she was uh, prevented from doing because two boys ran against her. She also probably very likely lost a college scholarship because of this stupidity. Uh, that's just in Connecticut. And, and they have a law, the exact opposite of what they're talking about passing in Tennessee, which forbids a, a school from saying that only um, kids uh, can, uh, only only uh, men can compete against men. And th- there are no mixtures here. There are no uh, women's teams or women, women athletes having to perform against men. So... Um, it's just really strange to me that the Nashville Predators and the the, Nash, the uh, Tennessee Titans are getting involved in this, and I, I'm sure they're both trying to show how woke they are, and that they are they're so inclusive and it's such a wonderful thing, and because they want these um, these disturbed people who think that uh, who are males who think they are females, they want them to be accommodated, and they want to ruin sports for literally thousands of girls and women, uh, they think that's a wonderful thing because it makes them look like they're really open-minded and they're really with it and they're really woke. And what they're actually doing is completely and totally against everything that anybody who works for a hockey team or, or a football team knows about sports. Anybody who knows anything about sports knows that that is a stupid idea. It's wrong and it's it's not fair to the girls and and if you are denying that there's only two answers you don't know the first thing about sports and what they're supposed to be and you or you are you know about it but it doesn't matter because what's more important to you than treating these girls with the respect that they deserve and when and showing some kind of sanity what's more important to you is to show how woke you are so uh, we'll see how that develops. Maybe we'll follow up on that next week, see what the Tennessee Titans and the Nashville Predators are doing out there in Tennessee. But uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for uh, Mike uh, to, for uh, producing today and Aaron for producing during the week. And I'm out of here. I'll see you Monday. John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.